complaint to myself. Stop being an idiot. <laughs> Hello, peepees. Hi, guys. We are back at it again with another episode. It's Thirsty Thursday. So let's take a big ass sip of that yummy little champagne. Ew. Disgusting. No. You don't like champagne, darling? No, I don't like champagne, darling. What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) It's tasteless. What do you mean? Oh, it's delicious. Anyway, enough about that. I'm getting getting too keen. We need to not record on a Friday. I could honestly have a bevy right now. I have one in the fridge and I'm like, maybe just a little sip. I mean... We are the bosses, right? <laughs> yeah, we could drink on the job, but I do not recommend because we get a little bit silly when we have alcohol and I'm on a cleanse. I have just gotten yeah. back from a week holiday, so I am kind of still in holiday mode and I have mm. been drinking quite a few Coronas. I've got a beer belly going, so okay. we need to get back to the gym, back in routine and no drinking. Okay. I mean, I'm on a cleanse too, but I also have a 21st Friday night, so... Mm. <laughs> She was like, oh, we're going to have, like, vodka slashing machines. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I know. I'm saying no to all social events until my big going away party. Yes, your going away party. Not going to lie, when you made the group chat, I, like, cried at my phone. Oh, you're like, so it's just cute. Becoming, it's just coming all real now. Like, you guys are leaving in, like, I don't know, like, two and a half weeks. And I feel like... I've just been pushing it to the back of my brain. I'm like, yeah, they're just going at the end of January, like whatever. Dude, I've been pushing it to the back of my brain too, and I'm the one fucking leaving. I haven't organized anything. Um, I mean, I am starting to get a little bit more organized, but it's literally 18 days today. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll be like literally two weeks, which is wild. That is wild. Well, I'm very excited for you going away party. And, um, well, I'm excited, but I'm a little bit nervous about our last hurrah together well, like, I was, I was thinking, do I make a speech? Like, I love, love a speech, but also, like, is that weird? Probably. I mean, you, you don't love, you love attention, Cashew. I She's know. like, get me up there and do a fucking speech. I'm like, pause the music, put a spotlight on me, hand me a microphone, and I'll just chat to you and tell you all how much I love you, especially if I've had a few drinks for like an hour. And like, mm. we won't need music because I'll just sing and stuff. Like, that's fine. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, sounds sounds thrilling. I'm very Oh, excited. shut up, darling. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, anyway, what? tell me about your trip. Like, I want to know more. Oh, we haven't actually, since you literally got home this morning, so we haven't sat down and talked about it. I know. I got home about two hours ago. I ate lunch, and then we jumped on recording. So, basically, I went up to Far North Queensland to visit mum and dad and say goodbye to them before I go to England. And honestly, you don't understand. It was like something out of a movie. When I first arrived to the airport, I was flew up with my little sister because she was down here visiting me. So then she flew home with me. And I was, I spotted my mom and dad sitting down at the airport waiting to pick me up. And I'm not kidding, waterfall of tears, hysterically yeah. crying in the airport. My little sister, who's 14, so obviously that age where you get embarrassed, she was going, Cassidy, stop. There's so many people. Stop embarrassing <laughs> me. Why are you crying? Oh, I forgot about that stage where you're so embarrassed. Everything embarrasses oh. her. And I'm like so good at embarrassing people. Like, it's like a oh, hobby. Yeah. yeah. Especially my little sister. So 
I was letting the waterworks fall and she was going, stop. She was putting her hand over her face going, don't look, don't, you're not with me. Like fully embarrassed. It It was so funny. (laughs) Anyway, so pretty much cried the entire day Friday. Every time I would look at mum and dad, I would just start crying. I also didn't Mm. sleep at all the night before. So I was overly exhausted. I've been working my ass off. So, I mean, lots of feelings were there, but then also overtired. But anyway, it was incredible. We just honestly relaxed and hung out. So I haven't seen my family in about two months and I haven't felt at home. I don't know if my friends have noticed this, but I didn't even notice this really that I haven't been myself. I've been, I've lost a part of myself since I've left and seeing them brought it all back. I feel so, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, yeah, I got that sense Um, of home again. Yeah. I mean, I guess also because we haven't even moved out of home as in like we hadn't moved out of home just to live in the same suburb but in different separate homes yet. So that is like such a big change and it's so normal exactly. to feel that way. Yeah, like if I was the one that moved out and mum and dad were just up the road, I could go see them all the time. It would, you know, exactly. it wouldn't be as scary, but they've moved yeah. two hour flight away, which doesn't seem yeah. like much, but you know, it's hard when you're working and stuff full time. So yeah, and now moving to the other side of the world. So it was very emotional saying goodbye and everything. Although I had the most amazing trip, we went out on a sailboat and I took you guys along with me on the stories, which was really fun. Oh, it was so pretty. It was so amazing. We went to Whitehaven Beach. I'm sorry, but how stunning is Whitehaven? Whitehaven Beach is, I can't get the image out of my brain. It is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I was just, oh, it completely took my breath away. Yeah, when I went there. It was like, like I literally had like my jaw dropped like the whole time we were on the boat. Literally, oh, I just, I'm so jealous. I love the stories because I felt like I was there. Literally, no, that's why we wanted to put it all on the stories to take you guys with us so you guys didn't get FOMO and miss out. And if you did miss the stories, make sure you're following us on Instagram because we're always going to be doing story takeovers and things, especially now that I'm going to London. So if you do especially want to see where you're going, I know if you guys do want to see what we're getting up to, make sure you're following us on the stories because we're very interactive on there, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, guess what? What? So my one goal for going up there was to see a crocodile and I fucking saw a crocodile. You saw a crocodile? Why is that a goal? Because I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. Mm. No, you don't. They're the slick little dinosaurs just slithering. They're so cute. Where did you see it? It was in the ocean, like just before we got in the boat. (gasps) No, no, no. I don't know why you're so excited about that. What? I also saw a little shark and I swam with it. It was so cute. It was called a lemon shark and it was swimming. I was sitting down and it swam right around me. I touched its fin and, you know, shark's my favorite animal. Lost my shit. You should have seen me. I was I, like, sat with it and chilled with it for a bit. Once I'd swam off, I ran over to my dad. I was like, I swam with a shark. (laughs) I can just imagine going absolute skits. Oh, it was amazing. And my sister was really excited because we saw turtles and dolphins and all her things. Uh, But I got excited about the croc and the shark. I was, oh. Yeah, I'm on Coco's side here. Turtles, dolphins, like, all the chill, tame animals. I think 90% of the world would be on Coco's side for this. But, no, I was keen about the crazy animals, so. You know, yeah, I am not surprised, Cashew. That says a lot about me, I think. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was honestly awesome. It was a really, really needed trip, and it was incredible. And it was, it was really nice to see mum and dad doing so well up there. 
you know, they'd been struggling down here for so long and then they're literally arriving up there. So it was nice to see that and it makes me feel better about leaving for London as well. Yeah, it would make you feel more at ease knowing they're happy there, they're more relaxed. Yeah, you know, totally. And yeah. they're just loving it. It's a, it's a complete adventure up there. Every day is, a, you know, a holiday. Like it's it's incredible yeah. up there. It is, seriously. And I said that to you when I came back from Hamon mm. up there. I literally said to you, I was like, I can't explain it, but it is just the energy up there is just so different. And it's, it's so uh, – it's weird. Everyone's yeah. so chill. Like even I the people that be at work and I'm like, hey, how are you? They're like – Hey, darling, how you doing? I'm like, you sound like you're on holidays, mate. Like, working every day. I'm like, it's crazy. I honestly don't think I could live up there. It's too quiet for me. I'm too skits for that life. Anyway, enough about me. How was your week without me? What did you do? I know you went to Wildland. So how was that? Yeah, that was so much fun, honestly. Uh, it was a great lineup. You would have loved it, Cash, not going to lie. I know. <laughs> It was like that type of house music. It was heaps of fun, but honestly, at the end of the night, I said this in the last episode about falls, but I'm at my wit's end with this drinking stuff. (laughs) I just, I have had enough, and I know I keep saying it, and look, I'm probably going to keep saying it all you guys, so be ready. But Yeah, we need to, guys. It's getting old. (laughs) We need to collectively hold Lemmy accountable for this drinking because she complains about it, and I'm sick of it already. It's been two weeks of the new year. (laughs) I know. But, yeah, I think it's just like I used to come home from festivals and I used to actually enjoy the bender and now I'm just like dreading going I'm just like I need to go home to bed like I'm do not want to stay out another minute no I'm the same now as well I can't handle it I'm like once I've had my fun I'm going home and getting all snuggly in bed yeah like that sounds amazing like a weekend with nothing on it sounds like a dream right oh it's so good we're getting so old what the fuck is this chat I know Literally two weeks. It's not two weeks. My birthday is in two months from today. I'll be 22. I can't wait to not be 21 anymore, not going to lie. Yeah, honestly, the older you get, the worse everything gets. You just – no, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, the older you get, you just want to enjoy actual life and company more. It's not so much about getting fucked up every weekend, which has actually been really nice. We're getting oh. old and crusty. What are we going to do? Yeah, but look, it's just how life is and <laughs> fuck, I sound so wise and old. I'm like, yeah, that's just life. I sound so wise. This is just how life is. We get crusty. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, besides that, I, oh, look, retired from drinking. Yeah, see, look, I've covered all my, my week's worth of is retired from drinking <laughs> and you were sorry but at the start of this episode you were just saying you wanted a drink oh yeah shit. queen yeah. i'm holding you accountable but yeah you know what let's moving on what do we have next? <laughs> <laughs> all right this week i am going to recommend onyx files she is my nail tech her name's Jessie, and she is incredible. She has a little team. Um, Kate is also another nail tech in her studio, and the most incredible, beautiful girls ever. And, like, the nails, oh, oh my The nails. God. There's something else, honestly. Even if you don't get your nails done, follow their Instagram because just yes. the inspo of art is incredible. I think that's, like, what people don't get is, like, 
just because they're nail techs, they're actually artists. Like the shit that they create on the smallest nails, like it just blows mm-hmm. my mind. Oh, the art Jesse does, it is incredible. Mm. Like the most detailed, like butterflies and dice and whatever. Literally you could ask yeah. for anything and it would be on your fingernails and it's yeah. incredible. Every time you've had your, like, you get your nails done religiously by her, but every time I'm just like, wow. So my recommendation of the week, when I wrote this down, I thought, what what the fuck, Olivia? You wear this brand all the time. You've never thought of it, honestly. Sorry, not all the time, every fucking day. Every, every day. Okay, radio. So I'm recommending White Fox <laughs> because oh. I'm just obsessed to say the least, ask Cashew. Literally, Every to time. say the least, literally. Like, I can't. Her there's white there's not really, yeah, there's not really much else to say. Like, I'm just obsessed. Their stuff is just top-notch. So It's so funny. Every time I'll be like, oh, my God, love that. She goes, well, guess where it's from then? <laughs> it's from White Fox. I'm like, I actually do. I say, guess where, and you're like, White Fox. I'm like, yeah. Or I say to you, oh, I really need just, like, a basic tea or I need, like, something for an, a festival, whatever it is that I'm looking for. And she goes, White Fox has it, White Fox has it. Oh, my God, quick, they have really good ones. It's on sale. Go get it. I'm like, oh, calm down, little White Fox lady. She's obsessed. I'm laughing so much because it's so true. It's so true. It freaks me out a little bit. I've got a complaint today, me spending yeah, too much what? bloody money on sh- everything. Yeah, complaint to myself. Stop being an idiot. <laughs> Literally. Let's get into the complaints department. Oh, yes. What have you got today besides your spending money issues? Um, Well, spending money issues is a complaint to myself every fucking day. But my yeah. complaint today is to all of the alcohol companies that don't make their bottles twist top, like you have to pop top them. Mm, Dude, I know. Well, <sighs> when I was on holiday, I was drinking Coronas every fucking day. And every single situation, I'd grab one for the road or I'd be on a boat or whatever. No one has a Mm. bottle opener. So I've got to be lucky this is my party trick and I can open a bottle with anything. But those people out there that can't do that, how you got, you got to smash your bloody glass and get your beer. Honestly, how people out there that can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not everyone has a skill of opening a bottle with a ladder or a spoon or a side of a bench like I do. No, honestly, no, they do what not. do they do? They smash the bottle and then drink it. Like that's just dangerous. I think I just get someone else to do it for me every time. Not gonna lie. Yeah, you get me to do it. <laughs> I've never opened one. Yeah, I know you haven't. <laughs> Can I do it for you? Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Calm down. Calm down. No, this rattles okay. me. <laughs> so my complaint today is to the Queensland RTA for letting all these drivers get that licenses like did they get them out of a cardboard box (laughs) yeah their training their training is like just drive one meter up a road and you've got your license bro you're sweet yeah they're like just try merge but it's all good like break at the end it's not really gonna matter (laughs) like what the fuck just cut people off and you'll be sweet cut them off break randomly create traffic and you're a great driver yeah drive 20k's under the limit or 50k's over like who the fuck cares like yeah do what you want there's no road rules in queensland so uh you guys have some complaints as well this week yes you do so we're gonna kick it off with complaints to apple as all iPhones seem to expire after a year. So, I love it, they've used expire. 
so fucking true. Your phone quality's gone, like the camera quality's gone, the app seemed to just malfunction. What the hell? Yeah, they must just like they might as well just give it like an expiry date, like it's a piece of meat, like expires Literally. on. It is called Apple, and I guess you couldn't keep an apple for over a year, so fair. <laughs> yeah. The worst analogy I've ever done in my life. Oh, what was that? So bad, but we're rolling with it. God. I just let, I just let you do your thing. I know. You just let me go on one, and it just, it sounds good in my head, and I say it out loud, and I'm like, what the fuck? What was that? <laughs> what was that, bro? All right. Yeah. We also have complaints to the weather for always raining when I have events on. Oh, every time there's a festival, I swear to God, it rains. Anytime you either do your hair nice or your makeup nice, it's pouring down and you look like a drowned little rat. Or like the wind, you walk out and it's just oh. like, it's like yeah. hair going everywhere. And my hair's like curly as well, so I get a full-on afro. Oh, my God. Yeah. Complaints to my vocal cords because I can't sing. Sorry, but I have never related something more in my whole life. All I want to be in my life is a famous singer and I yeah. sound like shit. Well, I mean, I think I sound good in the car, but, like... Same! And then I sing to someone, they're like, can you shut the fuck up? You're hurting my ears. Have you ever recorded yourself? All the time. And, like, like, listen and you're like, oh, no! My voice apps on my phone is full of me just singing, and I play it back going, not today, sweetie, not today. Complaints to the 2000s for making Galaxy Tights a trend. Oh... My you know galaxy tights. Mic drop. I had Where like, were you? I had four of these and I would thought I was the most tumbler chick in town. I was rolling oh. around in my galaxy tights and like tanks and oh and Who that's the made thing. them. That's the that's when we were at the age when your mums wanted to take photos of you doing everything. So now yeah. all my old photos are me in these bloody galaxy tights and, like, the most ugly outfit ever. My hair's in a side pony, got some weird-ass fringe going on. Oh, the side pony with the galaxy tights. Bro, that's a that's cool a look. combo. That is a combo. And I'm like, sorry. I but... used to have the side free. Like, I used to part my hair Same. and, like, flip it over. Yep, like Justin Bieber. Nah. Oh, that's Honestly. Like, Complaints to all of our parents, the kids that grew up in the 2000s, for actually letting us leave the house looking like that. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm embarrassed for us all. So they're all the complaints for today. I mean, who doesn't love a complaint? Oh, thank you for sharing. They were bangers today. Absolutely love them. All right, guys. So today we are jumping into navigating new relationships. This can be in regards to a friendship or romantic relationships. Which can all be tough to navigate. Although I think it's definitely about putting yourself out there and just trying to connect with as many people as you can on a deeper level. And you Mm. also have to remember that there's that many people out there. You're not going to mesh with everyone. So if you do meet someone that you potentially think you're going to be friends with and you want to hang out with and it doesn't Mm. work out, move on to the next. Don't hold back on that. Don't let that scare you from making new friends in the future. I think as well when you do meet someone that, just understand you you feel cared for and loved and I personally think that's so worth the initial scary feeling of putting yourself out there to make a new friend or start a new relationship yes I agree I'm very excited for this topic because navigating any type of new relationship in your life whatever that may be is really scary and daunting and especially when you get older 
I Mm. was actually having a conversation with an old work friend when I worked at the hospital. She's middle-aged. She said it's also really hard. Like when she moved here, she's like, what? Like I'm not in that age bracket of partying anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, All my friends aren't really here or if they are, they're in relationships or they're married. Like it's such, it's not even just our age group. Like it is such a confusing area. It's like this big gray area that no one knows what to do with it. Where do you meet people? Like, I think as well because we're always evolving as people. We're always growing into new hobbies and we're going through different challenges and everyone's always on a complete different wavelength in life, but it's just finding those people that mesh with you. I guess I have really noticed that ever since I've been able to put myself out there and be a bit more of a confident person, I found it really, really easy to make friends. But previously before that, I was very insecure. I was very nervous. I would get social anxiety, so I wouldn't talk much. So that's when I found it really, really, really hard to make friends, especially in new situations and places. Yeah, and it's and it's so hard because, like, who we are today is, like, so different to who we were two years ago. And it can be very overwhelming, like, when you actually think about it. But it's a scary thought because I guess you're putting yourself out there and opening yourself up to new people who I guess could potentially hurt you or bring down your ego a little bit and make you feel a little bit more insecure but it's Mm. you know times like that where if you do get maybe rejected by a friend or a potential relationship partner or whatever it is I guess that's where you have to go okay they went for me on to the next let's make a new friend somewhere else there's so many places that we can make friends so we're gonna dive all into that today yes and you and I both said this year we really want to connect with people on a deeper level yeah um, and I think this is great practice for everyone to do skipping the small talk and, you know, you know, that little small talk, you're at parties like, oh, what have you been up to? No, I hate that shit. It gets old after a while and make connections with people on a deeper level and be able to actually sit down and have what I would call a proper adult conversation about real, mm. real shit, like real life stuff that happens and it not be weird. I know. I I feel like some people think it's weird and I'm like, no, this is just actual, like this is real life. And this this is is, living. This is, what do these people say these days? Sliving? What is sliving? It's slay slay and living together. It hurts my brain. Yeah. Who came up with this? I'm too old to say that shit. I can't. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. I definitely think though, talking about connecting with people on a deeper level, I think it definitely starts with, I guess, if you are wanting to do that, putting yourself out there first because then people feel comfortable Mm. to do the same. You know, not everyone's comfortable to open up and share things. So I find that if I am having small talk with someone, I'll tell them something personal and then this almost opens them up and makes them feel comfortable to speak as well. So I think it's a really good place to start if you are wanting to connect with people on a deeper level is to, I know it's scary, but literally open up and you don't need to tell people your whole life story, but just something little. It can be something tiny bit personal that gets lets them get to know you a little bit better. That's actually a really great point because listening to this, because this is the first time I've heard you say this, and I'm going to take that on board because I'm more on the opposite end where I let the other person do that first because I'm more guarded and yeah. I get scared to like open up in that sense. So I think our friendship started with me opening up first. Yeah. I'm always the person to open up down the track. Yeah. 
Um, so that is something I'm going to take on board today. So thanks, Cash. My pleasure. I just, I've noticed a lot. I've been doing it for the last, you know, year or so. And I mm. think my friendships that I have now are the strongest friendships I've ever had in my entire life. Like my girls are my ride or dies and my guy friends, like absolute ride or dies. I feel so connected with them and I feel like you could tell them anything, trust them with anything. And yeah. you don't just know them as drinking friends or friends you hang out with on the weekend. They're people that you can talk to and connect with, I guess. Yeah. No, that this is what we're here for. So today we are going to get into all the different situations where making new friends is important and how to navigate the process, not just friends, but also lovers, you know, a little, yes. bit, of, a little bit of spice, all that fun stuff. Yeah. I'm going to kick it off with navigating friendships, leaving school, which can be really yes. scary because I That's guess. That's a big one. Yeah, you've grown up with these kids all your life. They feel like your rider dies. You go through so many highs and lows. But once you leave high school, it's really common for these to fizzle out and for you guys to grow apart. But that doesn't mean the relationship has to end. If you want to keep these friendships going, it's completely up to you. And this does really include a lot of effort because you will be starting new careers, finding new hobbies, finding new relationships and things like that. Oh, to be honest, if you don't want to be friends with them anymore that's okay too I guess you just have to let them go in a polite easy way you don't want anyone to feel heard or forgotten about I guess we all choose who you take into your adult life and I guess that's completely up to you and how you go about it but I would personally not put any pressure on it and let the relationship go in the course that it wants to take yeah I found I was honestly so confused when I left high school when it came to friends even we didn't go to school together and I just I don't know you see each other every day so you assume you're just going to stay friends because you saw each other every day but that is not the case people not at all you know you leave you get a new job you meet new friends and then it gets kind of almost you get caught up in your own life and you forget to message your own friends and it's kind of sad but that's just life and it just unfortunately happens that way to be honest I was really really bad at making friends in school I was a completely different person that I am now at the stage of life that I'm in right now I think going to things alone and rocking up by myself is the most exciting thing I love Mm. making new friends you know starting new jobs makes me so excited because all I think about is I'm going to meet so many people I get to talk to people I get to understand their life and how they view the world and all that stuff it just makes me so excited but there was a stage of my life where that scared me so fucking much Mm. yeah see I'm like I get so excited but then I don't think it comes off that way and I just I don't really know how like I just feel like my of what I'm thinking and what comes out is so different and I really am struggling to navigate that like at all I don't I don't think it is is as bad as you think like even when we first met all I thought, this girl's confident and sassy and I love her. That's what I thought when I first met yeah. you. And you do have a sassy yeah. side, but it's like it's almost in a comedic sassy way rather than like a bitchy sassy way. And mm. we always joke about you being a little closed off the arch and like having a resting bitch face. But <laughs> honestly, you're not. You're uh. a little warm little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Once you leave high school, I mean, you grow so much as a person and it is, it's very common for you to grow apart from your high school friends. 
I think when you leave school, putting yourself first mm. and putting yourself in new situations, that's what's going to make you meet new people and you'll be, you'll meet people that align with you and that new person you're becoming. And, I mean, it's I guess you have to turn the nerves into excitement and, like, yeah. holy shit, I could meet I could meet, like, my husband tomorrow if you're single or whatever. I could meet my best best friend friend. tomorrow. Like, Mm -hmm. really, anything can happen tomorrow, and that is so exciting. Yeah, and I definitely think once you do leave school or if you are still in school, leaving school now, I think putting yourself in situations where it's almost like a common ground school. So, for example, say every Wednesday you play touch football, like a sporting Mm. event that you're in a team with, but doing it by yourself – you go there every Wednesday. It's like that common ground, similar to school vibe. You meet them. You hang out with them. You win together. You lose together. You kind of yep. like build that bond that I guess you can't build in just day-to-day life. So doing things like that is a really, really good way to step out of your comfort zone and I guess get rid of that initial nervous feeling of, oh, what are we going to talk about? You've got this easy mm. common ground to talk about. You know, it's it's a great way to start. Yeah, I really, I really miss like doing the touch footy stuff though, because I feel like now when we go, oh, like let's go do stuff together, we're like, oh, let's go for a drink. I know. That's uh, just, it's just, and especially because we, we love a drink. We love getting a little bit tipsy and having fun and being silly. Yeah. But I think doing things where it's a little bit more wholesome, like going for a walk, like you and I love going on walks together. That's like I our favorite love thing. going for walks. Yeah. I'm really starting to change catching up with people to a walk and a coffee. Me too. That's my favorite thing to do ever. And I yeah. think you, you just have better conversations. I hate the conversations yeah. when you're out drunk. Like, yeah, they're fucking hilarious and, like, you always yeah. have the best time. But you just don't get to that next level of the friendship. Like, I have so many friends that are just drinking friends and I don't see them unless we're going out together, unless we're going to a party or whatever. Mm. And I have the best time. I love them all to bits. But they're just not it's friends different. that I connect with on that level. Yeah. So we're talking about how we left school. Then we obviously go out into the big scary world to get jobs, <laughs> which is where we meet new work friends, which is so exciting. So we're exciting. Like, so exciting. We've we've both just like got new jobs in the past few months and we've made new friends and it's been so much fun. So fun. I love them. I've said this before in a previous episode. It was a quote, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but it was about, I keep relating back to it in my own head about being an apprentice and always mm-hmm. having to start somewhere. So that comes into the workplace. When I started a new job, I thought, oh, everyone, you have to think like everyone there is, you know, has been there and either maybe have just started as well after school. You're all going through the same challenges and I mean, it gives you a common ground to easily start conversations. If there is someone within your workplace that you want to start a friendship with, a great place to start is asking them to, like, help you with something or even asking them, like, how was your weekend, what they did. I always ask that because, like, that is a great conversation starter. Once you get to know them, I mean, I feel like it just naturally happens and then you – you might you know, invite them to hang out with your friends or, you know, see them in a different setting outside of work. That always makes the friendship grow instantly. I feel like once you step outside where you met them and, you know, it could be something so simple like a walk, honestly. But I also think, I know we've said about drinking and we hate that like it's always drinking, but when people have a few drinks, they tend to open up a little more. So that, yeah. can, also, that can also really break the ice. 
Yeah, and definitely. it can be a lot easier. As you said, the asking them how their weekend was is such mm. a great example for a topic of conversation because you're getting to know what they do as a hobby or getting to yeah. know how they spend their weekend because you know, the weekend is usually the small amount of time that we aren't at work. That's where they're doing the things that they really love or, mm. you know, hanging out with the people that they really care about. So I guess that shows if they spent the whole weekend with their family or spent the whole weekend at the beach or they spent the whole weekend partying, you can kind of tell a lot about the person by just what they do on the weekend. And then I guess that you can make the decision if you want to go forth with that relationship and make them a friend if you like similar things or you both went to the same festival, you can talk about the artists that you liked and they liked and whatever. It's just so easy to start a conversation from that simple question. It's so funny, like, saying this all out loud, I'm thinking in my head, holy shit, someone can gather what I'm like as a person from what I do on the weekend. You look at people and you're like, what did you do on the weekend? And say, for example, you've just been partying at a festival weekend. They're like, mm. oh, I just read a book and swim at the beach. You're like, a uh, bit too wholesome for what I'm doing at the moment. We might not get along. But if you're in that same stage of them, you go, oh, my God, same, I went to the beach, I found a waterhole, I did this, I went for a walk. Yeah, we should go to the beach, like what beach should you go to? Like it really just Yeah, we did good recommendations together. Oh, we should go to that beach together. I'll I'll come with me and I'll show you this new place. (laughs) I found a good coffee shop. Like so easy to blossom a friendship from that simple question. Yeah, that's my new thing. What did you do the weekend? Boom. Friend made. And it it also does seem like a very surface level question, but I guess their answer is an easy way to get deeper with a conversation. Yes, it is. As we're talking about work relationships, I'm going to get into work romantic relationships because I'm sure we've all had a crush on someone at work. I definitely have. But this can be tricky because a lot of workspaces don't allow you to have relationships within work. But goddamn, it is so hard not to fall for the hottie working next to you, especially if you guys have great banter. I'm definitely guilty, I'm not going to lie, for checking out the hotties at work and having Uh, a flirt. It makes work go faster. It makes work fun. You look forward to seeing them and, like, you know what I mean? It's just flirting is my favourite thing ever and doing it at work is so cheeky. I love it. I'm picturing exactly the time of last year when you were going through this Stop. I'm like you say that and I'm like I remember so clearly these, these few months where this whole thing was going on. Stop. Yeah, this is before I started seeing someone. I was like the work. I forgot. I've totally forgot about this, but like it's all flowing back to me now. But it's so funny because my way of flirting is like bullying someone. Like it's not bullying, but like yeah. teasing someone and flirty yeah. banter and whatever. And Liv goes, stop, we're at work. I'm like, oh, I love it. Ugh. I think also if you are attracted to someone that you work with, it's a really good place to start to see if there's like something potential there because you learn a lot about someone when you work with them. As we said in with making new friends within the workplace, with a new relationship, same thing. You know, give them a cheeky follow on Instagram, see what they do on their outside life. Maybe reply to one of their stories, be like, hey, this looks cool, like what you're doing. Or as we said before, ask them what they did on the weekend. It's just so easy to get to know someone when you work with them and you're almost stuck in a room with them for, what, six hours or whatever it is. Also, like, I love the, oh, I saw you went to this on the weekend. How was it? Mm. Show them that you're interested and that you're watching what they're doing and you're remembering what they're doing. And yeah, I guess, like, kind of gives them a little hint, like, oh, she's like, she noticed what I did on the weekend. That's cool. Or, you know, if they're into you as well. Yeah. But 
I think flirting in the workplace is so much fun because it almost <laughs> feels like you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we always want what we can't have in life. So that is why it would be fun. What are you trying to say? <laughs> so we've started to touch on the different types of friendships and relationships there are, but there are so many different types. I mean, you have like your best friends, you have your gym buddies, your party friends, travel friends, your work friends, as we've said, your crush, the person you're dating. These are all a relationship in your life. Navigating this can be really overwhelming, although it is great to put yourself in multiple situations and always open up and a really key thing to starting a really solid relationship is being honest with them about how you're feeling Mm. and being honest with yourself like if you don't like them don't hang out with them don't be dishonest with yourself or with them like just don't do it like you don't have to do anything in life yeah I think there's so many relationships that we have in our life where I mean, I definitely know I can think of a few where not that I dread to hang out with them, but it just seems like more of a hassle rather than a want. And I think that I have kept those relationships going for their behalf because I know that they might need me or they might need a friend or there's something, you know, where I just almost feel guilty. Maybe it's a from from school that you just almost don't want to let go of. But I think if you have outgrown someone, you need to – I guess be selfish and don't be rude about it, but I guess let them mm. down easy. And I think you just need to let them know that maybe you're on a different path with them or maybe even try and get them into doing something that you can relate to them on a new level with or whatever it is. But I think once you outgrow someone, you outgrow someone and there's not much you can do about it. I just think you need to be honest with them and don't string them along. You know, that's not nice for anyone. But, yeah, being honest is very important when starting a new friendship. Yeah, and I think we just have to treat it like a relationship. Like you're not going to be dishonest with your partner, so why be dishonest with your friend? Exactly, 100%. Yeah. It's all all the same. Every single relationship should be treated the same. And, I mean, obviously you're not getting frisky with your friends, but the conversations you have should all be the same. Yeah. As I'm moving to London in two weeks, I'm going to have to make new friends in a new city which a month or so ago I was feeling a little bit nervous about. But now that it's getting closer, I have never been more excited in my life to jump headfirst into a city I've never seen before, never been to, meet tons of new people. I know that not everyone's going to be for me. And I'm just excited for the adventure and just to see a different culture and understand people. And I guess I'm going to make sure I go to events I go to different classes, you know, for the gym or I might go to a language speaking class or take part in group activities, anything like that, that has easy common ground. I'm going to make sure I'm doing at least minimum once a month because I am going with one of our best friends, Taylor, as you guys know. So it it will be really easy for me to stay comfortable and just hang out with her and her sister Jazz because that's who we're going with. Yeah. But I think as we are going together, we're living together. It's a lot for us taking the pressure off our relationship I don't want that to have any hurdles or anything. Obviously, we're going to fight and whatever. We're like sisters. But in a way, I think making new friends and putting yourself out there almost takes that pressure off and then you can all meet each other and all hang out together and you just have this whole environment around you that's different to what, you ha- what, are you, what you're used to. Yeah, and I think because you guys, you know, will have different jobs, like you all meet different people at your different jobs and all come together like it's – It'll be very, as there's three of you, like there'll be a lot going on and it'll be all Mm. good things. Like you guys will meet all separate people and all hang out. Like that'll be 
really good. If you're meeting people at the gym, obviously you already know you have that common ground, so that's always good. If you are moving overseas by yourself, doing those things that I just said are really important. You know, go to as many events as you can, go to an art class, go to a gallery, go to anything that you're interested in or that like-minded people might be at, go to it. Don't stay at home sad that you're not hanging out with your friends from home. Go and experience life and that's just where you'll meet people that you're similar to. Yeah, I mean, you have to put yourself out there. Otherwise, you just never will. I mean, we've always said if you overthink it, it literally fucks it up. (laughs) Overthinking ruins everything, especially relationships. Yes, all relationships. And speaking about new relationships, we have both just got into new relationships. Yeah. is not so official. We don't even know his name. Nope. He's still Magic Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Mystery Man. Yeah. So we really wanted to talk to you guys about how we've navigated these new relationships because they can be very tricky. And I personally think the best thing to do is just put no pressure on it. Yep, same. As we like to say in life. I just found when I started my new relationship, it, it definitely had no pressure because we were just friends. Yeah, you and guys are best like, friends. Yeah, and I feel like you would feel the same, Cass, because yeah. you guys have been friends for so long. I just, I don't know, I have, I always tell people all the time, like, it's just so important to have that as the real core of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You're friends, but obviously you do more than friends, and mm-hmm. you need to be able to hang out with them. So I think definitely take the pressure off at the beginning because if you guys can't just hang out and be in each other's company, then, I don't know, to me it's personally not worth pursuing. Everyone's yeah, very different, but that's my personal opinion. If you are friends before you start a romantic relationship, you almost get rid of that uncomfortable feeling you don't need to be like oh so where did you go to school like all those annoying little questions you already know each other really well if you are close friends you know quite a lot about them and you have already connected on that deep level and then it's just gonna get even better and better as time goes on I think this almost I guess relationship that I'm in at the moment has been a weird one for me to navigate because I was single for three years after being in a five-year relationship from school And I grew so much during this time of being single. I was absolutely loving it. I was thriving. I was independent. I was doing my own thing. And then me and this guy started hanging out a bit more. And then it kind of fell into this weird situationship thing. We'd only really hang out on weekends when we were drinking. That was kind of the entire substance of the relationship. It kind of has recently turned into a little bit more, you know, talking 24-7 hanging out during the week and seeing each other more often and getting to know each other a lot better. Although I'm leaving for London, so I don't want to get to that stage where we're dating. Mm, I guess so I'm in that grey area by choice. But it's obviously hard because you do fall for someone when you spend a lot of time with them and you just want to see them and hang out with them. So it's been a weird relationship for me to navigate because I've never – or I guess I've never gone into a relationship knowing that it's going to end without me wanting yeah, it to. Yeah, you were saying that to me the other day and I never thought about it like that. Like It's going, so weird. Yeah, because you, you go into something wanting it to last forever and yeah. hoping that it will and thinking that it will. So I really can't imagine that feeling of knowing that it's going to end. 
no, I guess it is pretty scary. He has um, spoken about coming to visit me in London and things like that, which is very exciting. But personally for me, I would love for that to happen. But I guess for me, I've looked at London as a new chapter in my life. So things like that almost make me feel a bit weird and nervous about it, even though I do really like him. It's it's a really strange feeling. I don't really know how to navigate Mm. it, but I'm just, as we say all the time, putting no pressure on it. I'm enjoying every moment when we're together. But then once we're not together, I'm not thinking, when are we going to hang out next? I'm just doing me and I'm continuing almost that kind of single mindset of putting myself first in that situation. For any relationship though, like I personally have always, always put myself first in relationships. I think that's just the way it should be. Another point of this relationship and almost keeping us in this gray area situationship, whatever you want to call it, I don't want to hold him back because I'm the one that's leaving. So I don't want to almost make him feel he's stuck to someone that's left. So it's a bit of a, although we haven't really spoken about it. We kind of, I think are on the same, same wavelength. We definitely do need to, Uh, we just literally said, I I know, I know that I have to have this conversation, but we're just very similar. So I think we're on the same path and whatever and we yeah. both know what's going on but you know what it's kind of like a gut feeling like you guys both both just know yeah like no one said anything like how do you just know I know uh, we just do um uh, but yeah I guess it actually makes me quite sad talking about like leaving when it comes to this because obviously I do really like him but I can feel I you guess... getting a little bit weird over there I get weird talking about it anyway as you know but like yeah just thinking about it right now it's just I think the thought of it, I don't know, you never you never go, oh, my relationship's ending in 14 days or whatever it is. Yeah. Yep. But mine is and it's expiring like the fucking iPhones. <laughs> it's expiring. It's going to expire again. Uh, oh, yeah. God damn it. I mean, navigating new relationships with an intimate partner can be really hard, especially in the beginning, as we've said. I mean, I always get a little bit nervous about meeting the important people in their life yeah. um, that they care about because, like, I know myself that I care about what the people I love think of them. And that really matters to me. I think you start a relationship and you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out where it's going, trying to figure out what they're thinking. Like you said, it's a lot of unspoken. There's a lot of unspoken language in the start of a relationship. Yeah. I think the best thing to do about it is just not think about it. Not overthink it. What I'm trying to say is just let things happen and what's meant to be will be. When it comes to meeting their family and friends, it's just important to be yourself. Not everyone is going to like you, and I guess it does suck if they don't like you, but all you can do is be 100% yourself, and if they don't like it, that's almost a them problem. It's not a you problem. You're being you, and <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that saying. Same. That's a them problem. That's, that's a like them problem, so. I'm like, that's a them problem. That's what we like to call a them problem. (laughs) I am personally so obsessed with meeting the family and friends. I don't know why, but like, I love that nervous feeling. I think I'm my funniest self when I'm nervous, which is so weird. So weird. (laughs) I think I'm great with my partner's families and friends. I'm always super close to them. You know, in my more recent relationships, I almost would be happy to hang out with them rather than him sometimes as well, which is. Awesome. But I have had a relationship in the past where him and his mum, we got along, but as we say, I like to get deeper and we did not connect on a deeper level. It was very surface 
level relationship. Mm. There was a few things that she did that I just didn't, it just didn't align with me and I just would never do something like that. So the way she, I don't know, I don't want to talk too bad because she was, she's a beautiful, beautiful lady, but we just personally didn't connect very well. Yeah. But now that I've come into this new relationship, his family and myself get along so well and there's a huge mm. difference in our relationship than there was in my past relationship just based on even that. So, I mean, that's really nice. But I just went it in there being really nice. so myself. What you said about opinions is really good because people are always going to form an opinion on you and mm. you are not, no matter what you do, nothing is going to change that opinion. So no. why why bother changing what you're doing because it's not going to change? I also like to think about when meeting new people Every single person you have in your life, even if it's your, say, for example, your two best friends, they get a different version of you because maybe one of your best friends was from work, one was from the gym, one was from school, whatever it was. Everyone sees you in a tiny bit of a different light. So I think trying to be yourself as much as you can with everyone is really important Mm. because then you can create relationships where it's really easy to navigate, kind of figuring out where you mesh and who with. Yeah, and figuring out who you are as well. Like if you are not happy with yourself or you don't really know who you are, then it's really going to betray onto other people and like people do realise stuff like that. We are getting deep here, but that is so true. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got real deep then. I'm just going to pull it back a little bit. (laughs) Let me pull it in with the facts today, boys. Yeah. Alrighty, so we're going to stop rambling about ourselves because we love to do that. We are going to get into places where you'd like to go with new friends slash a partner. We've asked you guys because it's always good to get new ideas and pass on recommendations for new things to do with your friends. And I'm going to kick it off with something I love to do with a new friend is go for walks, coffee dates, a picnic at sunset, or we have to chuck in going to the pub. Mm. <laughs> it's because you're always doing something I think if you're sitting there at a dinner table looking across from each other, staring at each other, it can make that awkwardness build up, I guess. Yeah, it's like a first date but with a friend. Yeah, so doing an activity is always really, really good. Find something you both enjoy and go with that. Yeah, I agree with all that. I had walks and drinks slash dinner on mine. I think a drink really just takes the edge off a little bit, a little bit of the pressure. Everyone gets a little bit relaxed. Everyone starts to have a little bit of a laugh and – it's just really flows on from there. And I do, I do love a walk date. I would go on walks maybe. I don't know if I'd actually go and walk with a new friend. Mm. See, I know what you're saying. I thought that before in the past and yeah. I've actually gone for more walks with new friends than my close, close friends. So you, obviously you and I do a walk or we used to weekly, yeah. but I've done so many walks with new people. And because you are walking, you, you can get really deep on those walks and there's so much to look at I think it's a really really great way to start and it's wholesome as well like maybe they're not drinkers maybe maybe you don't want to start the relationship off as a drinking friend you want to actually start on a big level so I think it's a good way to start yeah I mean everyone is so different Mm, definitely you guys have some things you love to do with a new friend as well or partner and these are traveling parties oh parties is in there yep we love a party. The beach, I think that's great. Mm, the beach is good, actually. Yeah, the beach is good. Because you can kind of like, you don't have to talk at the same time and it's not awkward. Totally. You can fake asleep if they're boring you. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the pub, of course. We all love the 
harvest cheeky little babies. Yeah. As we're talking about new relationships, we wanted to ask you guys what qualities you look for in someone, either a friend or a lover. And you guys put a few down and I personally love them all. Um, Me too. Got someone who someone who makes you smile. We also have a sense of humor, big tick. Mm, honesty, big fat blue tick. Green flag, baby. That's a green flag right there. <laughs> That's a green Waving flag in the wind. <laughs> That's what we like to call let your freak flag fly, baby. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, what? what was that? Freak flag fly. Have you ever heard that before? No. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay. We've got kindness. Someone who will make you smile slash laugh every day. Duh. These are all so important when you're looking for someone. And I think as we were talking about going through school and work and romantic relationships, these are all things that you can easily pick out in someone, especially in a setting like that or, Mm. you know, doing it. If you're playing a sport with someone and someone makes you laugh, they're silly on the field or, you know, you fall over and someone helps you up, that's kindness. And you can easily point these qualities out in someone doing something like that so I think that's all great yes it is well we pop down our qualities which I think we've been through a million times before let's be honest yeah of course and I think we have very similar qualities we like in people as well yes um I've got makes me laugh active lifestyle and kindness I have so many more don't get me wrong yeah only three but these ones are really important to me. I I put active lifestyle on there because I, to me, that means motivation and I really thrive around people who are motivated in life. I probably should mm-hmm. just put motivation in there, but it comes hand in hand with me. So And you love yeah, you love working out and you love eating healthy yeah. and meal prepping. So I think if someone else does that, it's nice for you to talk to them about it and Yeah. They know what routine you're in with your gym and they're the same. So, you know, they'll they won't be like, Oh, you're going to the gym again. It's like, Yes, let's go to the gym. Like, you know, it yeah. makes it exciting. Yeah, it does definitely does. I remember at work not long ago in the warehouse, I found out one of the girls has the same vegan protein as me. It is not exciting, guys, but I get so excited. <laughs> Like, you should have heard um, this conversation. I literally said to this girl that Liv was talking to, I was like to her, thank God you like this protein because I'm <laughs> sick of hearing about it. <laughs> I, I just went, oh, my God, I like it. I got so excited and it's so simple, but I guess that's where you do, you know, connect with some people is something so small sets you off and you just get so excited. I don't know. She gets riled up about the gym, guys. It's crazy. (laughs) Getting back on track, my qualities that I look for in someone. So as I've said, I have so many more as well, but these are my top three. Someone that makes me laugh, of course. Someone that makes me feel comfortable to be myself and is career-driven because I'm very career-driven. Finding someone that makes me comfortable to be myself is important to me because one of my last relationships, I had walls up the entire time. I was never myself. If I was myself, they would they would say to me, that's embarrassing, don't do that. Why are you being so loud or whatever, like you're not funny kind of thing. And that would make me put my walls up so much higher and made me a very insecure person. And now that is one of my top priorities is to find someone that I can be completely myself with. Yeah, it's very important to me. It's a very good thing to have within a relationship is no, for you both have of to you be- to it. Yeah, both allow each other to be like yourselves. Yeah, of course. Otherwise, what are you doing? You may as well be um, with someone else. Well, I found that quite shocking when you were telling me all this about your past relationships. I was like, um, 
isn't that like what you usually do? But obviously, you know, everyone's experienced relationships differently. I think we don't realize it until we talk to someone else. Yeah. Like Liv and I have been, what, we've been best friends now for, well, I'd say super best friends a year and a half, maybe two Mm. years. Yeah. And there's things that we speak about on the potty within our topics and we still learn things about each other because we literally never, ever shut up. This is why we started the potty. But yeah. there are still things that you cover every day that you go, I never knew that one. You know, we st- you learn things about people Just, every day. So that's why I think yeah. it's being so open and honest and feeling comfortable with people is number one. I know. And you would think, honestly, after like so many years of friendship with someone, you wouldn't. But there's been so many times within these bodies. I'm like, wait, I did not know that about you. Yeah, <laughs> like, me too. Back, back the fuck up. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> literally like, hold up, did you just say that was you? What? Yeah. <laughs> what, sorry? <laughs> what, sorry, just quickly. <laughs> I think that wraps us up for this episode for today. If there's anything within a relationship you guys want to learn about, and also once I do get to London and I am meeting my new friends, I will talk about this and I will speak about how I've been going, making new friendships and I guess the whole entire experience, but I will really deep dive into making new friends because that's really important when you're moving to a new city or country. Yes. Yes. And I'm excited to hear all about it, but not too much because you can't, you know, you can't get too many friends over there. I was literally just about to say, don't worry. No one will ever replace you. You're my, <laughs> you're my ride or die. I'm like, don't get too close over there, little cash. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you can make friends, but on a surface level, no depth. Surface no level. depth. <laughs> No walks, I swear to God, if you go. <laughs> if I come in the potty and talk about going for a walk with someone in a catch-up, Luke's going to lose our shit. Like, you went for a what? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you just, like, cheated on me. You went for a walk. Like, you did sorry. what with who? <laughs> we hope you loved this episode and we will keep posting question boxes, so please look out for them because we really like to get interactive and talk with you guys. Yeah, we love when you guys are a part of our episode as well. And we like learning about you and connecting with you guys on a deeper level as well. You guys are easily getting to know us, but we want to get to know you as well because this is just a giant friendship. Put yourself out there and make a new friend and let us know if you do. Yeah, go on a walk. (laughs) Go on on a walk with someone new. That's exciting. Go on a walk with someone new. It is exciting. All right, guys. We hope you have the best weekend and we will chat to you next week. Happy Thirsty Thursday, guys. We love you lot. You can find us at Pretty Poison Pod on Instagram, where we'll be posting all of our question boxes each week so you guys can get involved in our conversation. Most importantly, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms that will be listed in our description below. All right. Bye. Bye.